Hey everybody, welcome back to the Anime Summit Newscast. It's your favorite host, Sam the Bomb. And here on the newscast, we like to bring you the anime news. Uh, you know what? I was messing around a couple days ago on my iPad. I was messing around with uh, GarageBand, which is a really cool like Apple app thing that's been around for a long time. Obviously, if you're an Apple user, you know about GarageBand. But, like, I, you know, I was messing around with it the other day, and I really should make, like, an Anime Summit newscast, like, opening. Like, I'm a musician. I know how to kind of compose music. Kind of. Not really. Like, I don't know. I'm not really that good at composing music, but I can do stuff. So, I don't know. Tell me what you guys think. Let me know if you want me to make one. Like, it'll just be me in the back going, news, and then just have a bunch of dumb instruments come in through, and like, oh my god, that'd be funny. Anyway, I have a lot of, <laughs> I have a lot of fucking news, man. I got a, I got a, I got a bitch ton, if that's even a, if that's even a, a phrase, a bitch ton. Yeah, a bitch ton, I got a, I got a fucking, I got a lot of hype news. Like, upcoming anime stuff, I mean. And then, not a lot of non-anime news, but some big non-anime pieces of news. And then a lot of anime news, a lot of upcoming stuff coming up. And, of, of course, always, we'll do the non-anime stuff first, have a little break, and then do the anime stuff. Now, I'm going to start off with the, of course, what I do every weekend, the Right Stuff Anime weekend sale. And, of course, it's Memorial Day this coming Monday, so they're having a Memorial Day weekend sale. Um things that are up to 40% off. So a lot of stuff that's on sale is stuff that's like, you know, war, military stuff. And, um, you know, Memorial Day is a day where we remember our our fallen veterans and things like that. So um, that's kind of the theme, which I don't know how I feel about that. It seems a little weird to have a sale based on a holiday where we do that. But anyway, uh, they have Berserk Season 1 on Blu-ray for literally almost like half price, 40% off. So instead of 65 bucks, it's 38 uh, 39 bucks. Uh, the Saga of Tanya the Evil manga and uh, Blu-ray is on sale, 30 bucks for the Blu-ray, uh, 8 bucks for the manga, uh, Volume 1. I think there's the rest of the volumes are on here as well, or at least whatever they're up to. Gunslinger Girl Blu-ray, Appleseed Blu-ray. We have uh, Seraph the End. Full Metal Panic, Stella Women's Academy, Berserk Season 2, obviously, on Blu-ray. I'm talking about the OG one now, okay? Not the crappier new ones that are out right now. Um, some Code Geass stuff. Star Blazers, Space Battleship, Yamato, $21.99 on Blu-ray. There's a lot of stuff that's 40 It's Most of it's 40% off, I don't even think. It says up to 40% off. But it looks like all of these things are just 40% off. There's also Hitalia Axis Powers, Girls in Panzer, um, Full Metal Panic Novel, The Light Novel, Martian Successor Nadesco, uh, Attack on Titan, Valkyria Chronicles 2 art book. The Valkyria Chronicles art books are super sweet. They're like these big, huge, thick hardcover books. If you've never played Valkyria Chronicles, the new one just came out just now, which actually takes place at the same time as the first game, which is pretty hype. Um, Apple Seed DVD. There's a poster art housing ultimate messenger bag on here, Gunslinger Girl manga. So there you go. And I do believe that they are still doing the Pokemon like sale and select Pokemon items. Um, that's probably due to Detective Pikachu. Now there also is another adult weekend sale. So <laughs> filthy hentai coeds. There you go. <laughs> they must do these once a month or something. My Little Concubine, it's got a one-star rating on here. Um, Midnight Stranger, ooh, The Stranger, Midnight Stranger. Uh, Huni Pop, Bukake Ranch. <laughs> Bukake Ranch. My Girlfriend is the President, okay. Love Pistols, Hide and Seek Manga, UC Teacher. Okay, but the art design on this UC Teacher manga looks like, that's actually kind of cute, the character looks kind of cute on there. How to Get Dumped in Style. I don't know, God, some of these titles, man, they just they just make me laugh so much. The Dirty Triangle. Oh. See Me After Class. This is like American porn names, man. Like, they probably have to change the name. Because actually, if you like translate actual Japanese titles on some of like, the live-action Japanese porn, it's like the weirdest fucking long 
crazy name. Uh, three volumes of Night Shift Nurses. I think this is the OG one though, not the, not that new sp- special one that Termaki did. Um, and there's some Bible Black on here. Oh, Anal Sanctuary. There we go. Someone buy me Anal Sanctuary for my birthday. It's coming up in a few months. So there's your Right Stuff Anime Weekend Sales. <laughs> there you go. Um. Uh, that being said. Let's get started with the news, okay? Now, I got a couple things, a couple shout-outs before we get to the news. First of all, uh, Jose Labat, he was a beloved voice actor who also did uh, Hispanic dubs as well. Um, he passed away, but he's most known for being a narrator on Dragon Ball Z. He passed away recently, so shout-out to you, my friend. This one's for you. And I also got to give a shout-out to one of our OG Discord users and... Longtime podcast listeners, uh, a raging Aztec. He's super cool. Fucking, he's always like messaging me, like DMing me, and making sure that things look good or if something looks weird in the Discord or if something doesn't upload right. He's always, um, you know, he's always letting me know. Like on, like he's just fucking awesome. He's super cool. He's been around for a long time. And he doesn't deserve enough credit from us. And this is me giving him all the credit. I love you, bro. Mi hermano. Te amo mucho, cabrones. Okay. Here we go. Let's do it. Um, let's get into the news. And then we'll take a break and get into the anime news. Uh, the Overwatch anniversary event started this week. I <laughs> forgot to... I didn't even know until like the week, like last weekend. Like right when I... It was like on Sunday. I was scrolling through Facebook, and I was like, oh, shit. How come they didn't say anything about this? They were actually kind of quiet about it. Normally, they're pretty loud about all their events coming up. But I think now with the anniversary event and the Summer Games event, they they know that we know that they're going to happen every year, so they're not as loud about it. But, yeah, the new May skin. Mm. Oh, May is Bay. Speaking of Overwatch, though, they, there's like this new bill that was introduced to – the Senate in Missouri about bringing legislation upon video games that have loot boxes. So things like Overwatch and Fortnite and things like that. Now, I realize that this isn't really news news, like because there's been talks about it. But this is this this one that I'm reading uh, just happened uh, the U.S. Senator Josh Hawley of Missouri announced an intention to bring legislation against video game loot boxes being allowed in games for minors um, because, you know, they technically they count it as like a gamble, you know, and children should be gambling. There's there's an outline of the bill on this. I'm looking at the article on Game Informer. There's an outline of the bill on it um, paid, you know, anything that that has a pay to win microtransaction in general, pay to win microtransaction. Anything in the term loot box means an add-on transaction to an interactive digital entertainment product that in a randomized or partially randomized fashion unlocks a feature of the product or adds to or enhances the entertainment value of the product or allows the user to make one or more additional add-on transactions that the user could not have made without making the first add-on transaction and the content of which is unknown to the user until after the user has made the first add-on transaction. I mean... There's a lot of things that the the government does that sets a dangerous precedent. But when you start legislating games like this, man, I mean, they're not. It's not gambling. Like they're not. It's not like you're. It's not like you're paying money to get money back. You know what I mean? Like maybe in in terms of talking about like playing playing professionally, but like that's esports. You know, that's not. I don't know. It seems stupid. It's fucking dumb. I get the gambling angle, I suppose, but this is not that. This is not what this is at all. Speaking of that exact same topic, though, uh, Nintendo pulls Animal Crossing and Fire Emblem Mobile games from Belgium. So Pocket Camp and then the... I forgot what the Fire Emblem one's called. But, oh, Fire Emblem Heroes. Um, they pulled it from from mobile devices in Belgium and other parts of the UK due to loot box laws that went into place uh, a year ago due to the same reason, just because... They classify it as gambling. Ah, man, it's so fucking weird. I don't know. That's just a fucking weird thing to me. That's super duper weird. Seems still pretty fucking dumb, but uh, yeah, let's uh, move on. <laughs> uh, Mortal Kombat 11. There's a lot of stuff going around about Mortal Kombat 11 right now, and 
a lot of a lot of bitches, you know, yelling and hollering. But this is some fucking cool news: is that Mortal Kombat 11 is the first game to top the sales charts on all three major consoles in more than 10 years. Um, the the article says that the last game to achieve that feat was Guitar Hero 3: Legends of Rock in October 2007. Um, it eventually became Guitar Hero 3 eventually became the best selling game of the year. Uh, yeah, because that one actually came out on Wii 360, 360 and PS3, I believe. And it topped the charts in all three in, like, one week or, like, a couple weeks. It was crazy. Now Mortal Kombat 11 has taken that mantle, and that's pretty sweet that people are buying it for, you know, all all, all their their consoles. Um, so for you Whovians out there, the Doctor Who VR game was announced, and it's called The Edge of Time. Um, there's a little teaser for it. Not much is known about it or how you play it, but there's you're doing puzzles. It's almost like a puzzle adventure, like you're solving shit and things like that. So if you're into Doctor Who, like I'm not a, I'm not a super huge Whovian, but I do like Doctor Who. Uh, I've watched m- like most of it. I'm not. I have not watched all of like the Matt Smith one. So, like, I haven't even seen, like, the Peter Capaldi section or any of the new ones or nothing yet. So, but yeah, Doctor Who is fucking cool, dude. Um, Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic movie reportedly in the works at Lucasfilm. Oof, that's fucking cool. People have been begging for that for a long time. Knights of the Old Republic is a fucking, first of all, it's a cool fucking video game. Okay. It's probably one of the best Star Wars video games out there. Any of the Knights of the Old Republic games are just fucking cool, dude. They're super sick. Um... They said that they potentially might be looking at developing it. It's in talks. It's already come to a table at a discussion. So for you Star Wars fans out there, I honestly wish we would have got that instead of something like Solo. I don't know. Solo was did not seem that hyped to me. Everyone says the movie's really good. I still haven't seen it because I don't really care. Like, I'm not as big of a Star Wars fan as I am. I just, like, don't fucking care. I don't know. It's fucking weird. Um, okay, this is kind of, I guess this kind of teeters on, like, anime-ish news, but it's still a video game company, so that's why I'm saying it now. But Disguise developer Nibonichi can no longer pay employees. They are in financial trouble, according to, uh, Japanese news, and, uh, the company behind games like Disgaea, Phantom Brave, and Labyrinth of Refrain, Makai Kingdom, is reportedly unable to pay its employees after a recent Disgaea title met unexpected financial hardship. The new report might be the first steps of the end of the company if accurate. I actually don't know what the latest Disgaea title was. I think it was 6, right? Was it Disgaea 6? I don't even know. I, I should have looked it up. I was looking up a bunch of stuff. Really. Oh, you know what? It was probably Disgaea 1 Complete. They just came out with this new version of Disgaea 1 called Disgaea 1 Complete. I know Disgaea 5 came out like three years ago, and that one didn't do very well. Um, you play like some guy named Kilia. He's a protagonist of the game, and he's just like a... I don't know. The story wasn't that good from what I heard. But I do remember playing the first one and loving it, which you can get on Steam right now. But fucking... This guy is a fucking sweet series, honestly. I mean, if you like tactical RPG games... And you like ridiculous, funny shit? Then these games are like, they're super, they're super it, dude. Like some of the special moves are like a whole like cinematic thing of events that happen, and it's so awesome. Oh my god, I love Disgaea. But yeah, that sucks, dude. That that's that's shitty. Um, but yeah, dude. Um, also, Sonic movie delayed until February twenty twenty, and the original air date was supposed to be original debut date was supposed to be november 2019 but of course due to the redesign of sonic it's pushed back till february 2020 you know i'm glad that's the case because now at least maybe they're not gonna fucking push animators to get it out by that original date because that definitely was not gonna happen that being said having said that i still feel really worried and bad about the animators having to do that and i've i've heard a couple people already say something like oh it's not gonna be that bad but as someone who I'm not an animator, okay, but I ma- I did major in design and in animation. Um, so I-, I can tell you right now that that is not it's not easy. It's it's not easy. It, that's fucking 3D animation is a whole nother level. 
it's it's especially that kind when you're doing it for live action stuff and you're trying to get every detail right like the fur and the hair and all that stuff and looking at the right place and whatever you know they have to go back to every scene that's already shot and done and replace sonic with the new design so i mean i don't know we'll see we'll see what happens hopefully nothing scary comes out of this um there's this new handheld console i saw this shout out to uh whoever posted that in the news section hold on let me find it i want to give them a proper shout out because i don't want to i don't want to be like you know oh uh sean is shocking he's in our discord uh sean wilson 215 super cool guy he's been part of our discord for a while um he posted this thing about this new handheld console called playdate it's like this little yellow thing and it comes with like a little crank on the side um it's just it they just it, they have the, it plays these black and white games and they it, it comes preloaded with games and they're going to release new games for it like you know monthly or, or or every so often or something like that and if you buy it i think it's going to retail for about 150 bucks as they said when you buy it it comes preloaded with the the original 12 games and there's a bunch of game devs all over the world who have contributed games to it um they haven't really they don't want to say or preview any of the games they want to keep it secret apparently but i don't know man it looks cool it definitely looks cool, fucking cool but yeah every all the games are in black and white it's like it's almost like a like a game and watch kind of deal but not you know not that technology but it's just black and white um I thought that was fucking cool. Anyway, that's all. That's actually all the the non anime kind of news I have. So uh, yeah, let's move on to the animated news. But before that, we're gonna take a quick break right here. Boom! Check that out for me, okay? And I always, of course, go to links.animesummit.net. You can find everything right there: Discord link, Twitter link, Instagram link, YouTube. Uh, our YouTube Extra channel, which Danny just put out a new video of her playing Bloodborne, fighting the cleric troll or the cleric beast. Um, I think it's like the first boss of Bloodborne. Yeah, the, the her and uh, her friend is on there helping her play through it because uh, I believe she streamed it like via PS4 to her homie or something, and he's like walking her through, telling her how to fight the boss and stuff. That's like a 10-minute video. It's fucking funny. It's pretty funny to watching Danny try and and play Bloodborne. Um, yeah, dude, she just uploaded that. And also, this is not on links.animesummit.net yet. I think, I don't know if Koka did it yet already. I have to check. But we have a Patreon now. So if you go to patreon.com slash animesummit, um, you can contribute to our Patreon. We don't have anything like major tiers there yet. We just have a $1 tier, which kind of is like a tip jar. But yeah, if you donate even just the $1 tier or do the $1 tier every month, eternal gratitude shout outs on the podcast all the time and just for being a patron you know the you're you'll get a special spot in our discord which i will set up through our patreon soon so anyway go check that out okay so here we go with the anime news millennium actress the satoshi Kon classic gets u.s theatrical run in august dog Go to Fathom Events. I know I gotta fucking always bring up Fathom Events. Like they should fucking pay me money. I'm always have telling people to go do their shit. But if you go to the Eleven Arts website or Fathom Events, it's gonna be in the U.S. theaters August 13th and 19th. So if you want to go see that, go to Fathom Events. Check out a date. See if it's coming next to you or near you in any way. That's gonna be hype. Oh, you know what, dude? Okay, no, that's fine. Perfect. I was gonna do the anime hype first. Let's not do the hype. Upcoming anime hype. Here we go. Uh, Full Metal Alchemist Helmer, Seiji Mizushima, Loveless creator Yun Koga reunite for Tenka Soul Project. There's not a lot of details out about this yet, um, but it's an anime that's going to take place during the Sengoku or the Warring States era, and it's called Tenka Soul. And the fucking design looks fucking dope. The main character's got like this fucking. He looks like Sashomaru kind of in a way. But yeah, his fucking outfit is fucking dope. The, the design is fucking dope. It looks like some samurai cut you in the face shit it looks dope but like beautiful looking you know what i mean like i would do this guy this guy with the white hair right now i would do him i would do him right here on the floor 
Get in these guts. Okay, no, I'm just kidding. Frame Arms Girl anime films trailer streamed. I did not know they were making an anime film for this. And if I mentioned it on my newscast before, this is future sign telling you that she forgot. So my bad. Um, yeah, Frame Arms Girl movie, that's pretty hype. Uh, there's not much uh, detail about it yet. The anime story begins when Owl opens a package that arrives at her doorstep. Inside the package is Gorai, a Frame Arms Girl, a small robot capable of independent movement. Gorai is a newly developed prototype of Freedom's Girl equipped with an artificial self, an advanced AI that gives her a personality. So there you go. If you're into that shit, get on it, get on it, get on it, get on it. Here we go. Okay, so I was kind of confused by this article. They worded it weird. But they said, Kodansha confirms new Blade of the Immortal anime as complete adaptation. Um, So I think that they're redoing it from the series that aired before. Because then they also said something about the sequel manga down here, so I didn't. I couldn't tell if it was going to be a, a reboot, and a re like a remake, or if it was just like a new anime coming out for the sequel, which was the uh, Bakumatsu arc is what they call it. But anyway, if you're a fan of Blade of the Immortal, check that out. Okay, hype, 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 hype. Uh, Firefighter Romance manga gets anime done by Tanishi Kamano. Um, it's called. Yuasaki Kara no Hanki no Netsujo, also Nanajimi Washiboshi, which is about hunky firefighters. The story begins when the apartment of 24-year-old female office worker Ryo Fujihashi catches fire, womanizing firefighter Soma Mizuno, Ryo's childhood friend. She thought never, she never thought it was a romantic partner. Saves her from the blaze. Um, so the girl, the main character, uh, is, is she's uh, pretty cute. Uh, she's got like this long red hair. She's like an office worker, and then the hunky, hunky Ryo Fujihashi, he's just a firefighter, taking off his clothes, being all hot. Looks like, look at my pecs, look at my pecs. This basically what this is is firefighter calendar, the anime, and I'm into it. I'm into it. I'm also into the women in this. The women are also very, whew. This is, uh, we'll just call this hot people the anime. How about that? That's going to come up. Fire, Hot firefighter people in the anime. There you go. There's this other anime that I saw <laughs> coming up, and the title's called Do You Love Your Mom and Her Two-Hit Multi-Target Attacks. Uh, <laughs> they they previewed the on the Twitter of the Okasa on, online Twitter, at Okasa underscore online. Masato thought he was part of a random survey, but when he gets involved in a secret government scheme, he winds up trapped in the game world. Even more surprising, his mother's there too. Uh, you know what? I, I, I've said it before. I'm tired of like Isekai trapped in the game world shit, but this kind of just looks funny, and the animation looks pretty decent too, and the character design looks super cute. There's this girl with like, like uh, pigtails or bunny ear pigtails, and she's super adorable. Um, yeah, dog. Uh, there's another anime coming up called Tri Knights. It's about uh, these rugby players, Akira Karia and Riku Hanuma, who used to be absorbed by rugby but gave it up because he lacked the physique for the sport. Akira takes an interest in him, and Riku's passion for rugby gradually returns. By joining forces, the pair can play a new tactical game and aim for the top of high school rugby. That's based on a manga, and uh, yeah, dude, hot boys, some more boy love for you right there. I'm into boy love. I lo- I probably you know I, I I love everyone to be honest. I no matter the the gender or non gender. But I just who God I'm horny now. Anyway, uh, there's another here's another boy love one called Given. It's about a guy named Ritska. He pl- used to play the guitar, but he lost interest in the instrument. One day he meets a guy named Mafuyu who is holding a broken guitar, and Ritska unwillingly starts teaching Mafuyu the guitar. But when he hears Mafuyu's voice, things suddenly begin to change for Ritsuka. Woo! Hari kudurati. Uh, so there's this other one that I saw that I'm really fucking hyped for. And honestly, if you like Baki, you'll probably like this. Um, but it's this new anime called Kengen Ashra or Kengan Ashra. And basically, in the manga story, business and merchants wager large sums of money to hire combatants for unarmed hand-to-hand fighting matches. The winner takes on these Kengan competitions that originated during the Edo period. Merchants use their fights as a means to resolve disputes with each other. The strong and mysterious Oma Tokida, whose nickname is Ashra, enters these matches. 
Nogi Group President Hideki Nogi keeps his ambitions to himself when he meets Ashra. Events begin to swirl around the Kengun fights as Ashra enters the fray. Boom! There is also a smartphone game coming out for this this spring. And this is also going to be a Netflix thing in Japan, which I don't know if that means it's going to be a Netflix thing here, but you never know. Um, but anyway, the video's opening anime theme is done is called is a song called king and ashley by the band my first story if you've never heard of that j-rock band i highly suggest you listen to them they're super sick the song reviver is like currently my favorite song by them and uh they're super dope but yeah this looks like some fucking martial arts mma hand-to-hand high kick you in the face shit like so if you're into baki you'd probably be into this except baki is kind of out there with like the strength and ridiculousness this looks a little more like like actual you know, MMA fighting shit, bloody shit. But yeah, you'd probably be into it if you're into that. Yeah, the person who did that actually is named Yabako Sandrovich. And they also did How Heavy Are the Dumbbells You Lift. So if you're into that. There is a Saudi Arabian company called Manga Productions. And they produce manga and like an- like cartoons and anime or, you know, Saudi Arabian anime, if you want to call it that. But they are teaming up with Koban Shizuno, who's done the Detective Conan films, uh, is directing it. And Atsuhiro Tomio- Tomioka is writing the script, who that person, they wrote scripts for the Pokemon films and did other stuff with the Pokemon films. They revealed that Tatsuru Iwamoto, uh, the character, who's the character designer for Phoenix Wright, and the character designer for Kaoru, uh, or for Ninja Scroll, Kaoru Wada, and the music composer will compose, compose the music for this Saudi Arabian anime called The Journey. Um, the main character looks like he's got, like, so he's got, like, the head wrap, like, um, the Muslim head wrap, and he has, like, a, a sword. And, or it could just be a turban. That doesn't mean, it, he's probably not Muslim. But, you know, uh, it looks fucking cool, though. Like, I mean, it's, it's, it's Japanese animated, but it's uh, the story is done by the Saudi Arabian company Manga Productions. So they, they and it's going to be based on Saudi Arabian folklore and things like that. It's this, the company is a subsidiary of Prince Mohammed bin Salman uh, Foundation, who is uh, the crown prince of Saudi Arabia. So I don't know what that means. You know, I just think it's kind of cool that that other countries are getting their stories animated into anime. That's pretty fucking cool to me. So yeah, there's all your fucking hype, 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 hype news. Get hype, get hype, hype, hype. So there you go. Uh, Rilakkuma and Kaoru, I, I forgot to talk about this last week or even the week before. Or even during our seasonal impressions, I sh- or should have said it. But uh, Rilakkuma and Kaoru is on Netflix right now. And it's a stop motion uh animated series about Rilakkuma. If you don't know who Rilakkuma is, he's this big fucking bear. He doesn't really talk. But the I, the animator <laughs> the animator for that show has been posting some of his own like just random stop motion animations on his Twitter. His name is Kento Kenta Shinohara and on Twitter he's at Shinohara underscore Kenta. And he just has like a bunch of figures lying around, obviously, because he's a stop motion animator. He's got a bunch of figures and he animates them for fun. Like he does and he puts them on his Twitter. So he has one where I watched today where it was Ryu from a figure of Ryu from Street Fighter fighting with a a Red Bull can and KOing the Red Bull can. The tweet went viral and people were like, guys, holy shit. Like, look at this. There's he's got also one of Megumin, a Megumin figure doing some shit. Um, Yeah, dude. At Shinohara Kenta, that's Shino, S-H-I-N-O, Hara, H-A-R-A, underscore Kenta, K-E-N-T-A. Follow him right now. Do it. Uh, Eleven Arts confirms, I think I said this last week, but it just like came up again. I, but I don't think there was any dates, I said. But Eleven Arts confirms U.S. screenings of Sound Euphonium, the movie, Our Promise, and a brand new day anime film in July. So there you go. Go to Eleven Arts. I think, I don't know if there's any details any details on like which theaters yet they're probably going to add more theaters later um i know that whenever i look for like japanese stuff or anime films sometimes if you look too early 
they don't have all the dates added yet. So if it's not coming to your city, just give it a little bit. But yeah, it's coming out in July, so a couple months from now. Sega reveals Fist of the North Star Legends revived smartphone game. I, you know what? It's probably another fucking gotcha kind of mobile game like Fire Emblem Heroes or whatever. But you know what? It's Legends of the, it's Fist of the North Star. So, I mean, come on. What do you want? Fist of the North, if you're a Fist of the North Star fan, there you go. Um, they, I think they did say mention something like they're looking into releasing that in the West. So, Game of Thrones George R. R. Martin has consulted on Japanese game. <gasps> oh, I did not find out which video game that is, and I don't know who it's by. I probably not Square Enix, probably someone someone else. But they wanted his idea and consult for his. Uh, for their video game. If you don't know who George R. R. Martin is, he's best known for writing the the Song of Ice and Fire fantasy novels, which is uh, Game of Thrones. So there you go. Shout out to Game of Thrones. Um, so, <laughs> yo, this thing, this next thing, dude, fucking hype. Um, there's, there's a filmmaker named Chris Tex released a 40-second trailer for a fan-made Nausicaa of the Valley of the Wind tribute film titled Wind Princess. The video was posted on his YouTube channel on May 2nd and has since accumulated almost a million views as well as hundreds of comments praising its professional-level quality. Um, according to text, the film was shot in Brazil and is entirely non-profit endeavor. The film is currently in post-production, and Tex plans to post online for free when it is completed. The teaser indicates that the film will be released soon but gave no specific time frame. Dude, like I like I watched the trailer today and I was like, this is not this had no budget like holy shit. What kind of awesome friends do you have to help you with this fucking movie? Because like it it has no budget and it looks like I mean, you can obviously tell in some of like the green screenshots and and, and uh, CG scenes or whatever that it, it obviously is not as, you know up there in quality in terms of like, you know, Avengers and all of those other CG Hollywood whatevers. But holy crap, for it being nonprofit and things like that, that is crazy. Super, super crazy. So just type in Win Princess on YouTube or look up Chris Tex on YouTube. Um the teaser trailer um also shows some behind the scenes stuff as well. So there you go. That is fucking cool. Yu-Gi-Oh! Legacy of the Duelist Link Evolution Games video reveals August launch in the West. Uh, Legacy of the Duelist originally came out in Japan April 25th, and they are now talking about releasing it in the U.S. for PC on PC via Steam and PlayStation 4 and X-Boner. So there you go. Booyah! So that's super hype. All second-generation Pokemon turned into plushies for my 251 campaign. The official Pokemon centers in Japan released the original 151 Pokemon from the red and blue, green, and yellow games as plushies late last year and are now moving on to the second generation, Pokemon Gold and Silver. The new monsters first seen in the 99, first seen in 1999 will appear at Pokemon centers on June 8th. Combined with the previous generation, fans can pick and choose their favorites from 278 Pokemon. The Pokemon Gold and Silver introduced 100 new varieties of Pokemon, but, but Onona has multiple designs, so that's why... Um, there's 278 and not just uh, 251. But yeah, dude, you know what I want to do? I'm going to fucking buy all the unknown letters to spell out anime summit or something and just like stick it on my ceiling or, or I'll put, or I'll put fart jokes are funny. I'll just have to buy that many unknowns and all the different letters. But dude, that's pretty cool. I fucking love these plushies. In terms of buying these, you probably, you you probably will have to order them somewhere online. Um, they're launching Pokemon crates also, where they come with multiple ones in one. Um, if you try to buy the original one fifty one, uh, it, it'll cost you about sixteen hundred dollars right now. But yeah, Sorted Online Fatal Bullet Complete Edition game launches for Switch in August. So this is gonna have all of the the gun ga- gun gale games, all the DLC with it. And uh, it's going to be coming out for PS4, Xbox One, and probably also Steam. So there you go. And this, oh no, this is for the Switch. This thing I'm talking about is for the Switch. My bad. 
Yeah, no, for the fucking Switch. So you can just buy it on the Switch, and it's a fucking complete edition with all the DLC and shit. They probably will release it on the other consoles later on, you know? But, yeah, that's for the Switch. Netflix adds Kakeregu EXX forced to Piano Anime Season 2 in June. So if you're into those anime. It also confirmed that the Neon Genesis Evangelion Death and Rebirth and Neon Genesis Evangelion End of Evangelion films will be available at the same time as its debut of the Neon Genesis Evangelion television anime on June 21st. So there you go. In addition, Netflix noted that it will add Anohana. March comes in like a line both seasons. Angel Beats back again and Silent Voice in the beginning of June. So there you go. June is bringing in some more animes. Probably taking some out, though. But, yeah. Um, Attack on Titan gears up for the series conclusion with Diver City Tokyo Invasion. Attack on Titan started collaboration with Diver City Tokyo on April 19th. The series has had many different collaborations with various IPs and public places over the years. But it appears as if things are finally wrapping up to a conclusion because this event opened to commemorate the opening of the Attack on Titan exhibit final. Um, That's pretty cool. Oh, damn it. This is a Japanese thing? I thought it was an American thing. That's why I didn't talk about it. Because I was like, if it's in Japan, then it's like, okay, you know, no one, none of my listeners are in Japan. At least I don't think so. so. Anyway, sorry. I thought this was like an American thing. That's pretty cool, though. There's like a bunch of Attack on Titan shit all over the... It's like this... It's in the mall and shit. It looks fucking cool. Speaking of Attack on Titan, though, Attack on Titan Season 3 Part 2 anime sub delayed to Wednesdays worldwide. Funimation announced on Thursday that the English subtitled simulcast of the second part of Attack on Titan Season 3 television anime will be delayed, beginning with Episode 54, which will launch on May 29th on Funimation Now, Hulu, and Crunchyroll, and through all their sub-licenses worldwide. New episodes will be delayed from Sundays at 1.35 p.m. EDT to Wednesdays 9 a.m. EDT. Eastern dick time, probably, is what that stands for. So there you go. If you're watching Attack on Titans right now. Sentai Filmworks to screen, Is It Wrong to Try to Pick Up Girls in a Dungeon, Arrow of the Orion film in U.S. on July 23rd. Boom. So many anime movies, you guys, coming to the fucking the States right now. So if you want to get hype on that shit, get hype on that shit right now. Um, there's not any details on on where you can find tickets or which theaters are playing on this one yet. So chill the fuck out. Oh, I forgot to put this in the hype section. Agarazu Anime Season 2 trailer reveals june 14th premiere so just a month away guys and a little less than a month away um oh actually i would say a couple weeks away like two and a half weeks away fucking red panda red panda hype red panda hype agaretsuko season two uh if you're a fan of agaretsuko i i fucking you know i'm a fucking fan i love agaretsuko so good smell magical with new card captures sakura fragrances Dude, I need some of these. I wonder if they smell good. I'm just going to order them just to see if they smell good. But they're each, there's one for each character. There's Sakura Kinemoto, Lise Yaran, Tomio, Daidoji, and Yue. Four different fragrances. Uh, they're in these cute little bottles with like a, it looks like a little crystal with a star cap on the top. I totally want to order one just to see if it's good. Um, I don't know. You could probably find them online somewhere. They're currently for sale at Shinjuku Marui until May 26th and will sell at Hakata Marui in Fukuoka from May 31st to June 10th. I, I don't fucking know if you can buy these online, but if you can, I will try and look and see if I can post a link for you guys. Um, new Promare clip shows off the rescue heroes in burning action. Yeah, a fucking new clip from Promare for Promare. The reason I didn't put that in the hype section is because we've gotten a bunch of trailers and shit lately, and I just didn't want to <laughs> add more Promare stuff. But I'm super hype about this. Um, super, super duper hype. They streamed, like, the first 10 minutes of it, or the first scene, not the first 10 minutes, but the first scene of it the other day. And I didn't watch any of it, but just watching the trailers and shit, oh, my God, dude, I'm hype. I'm hype. I'm hype right now. Um Oh, I had more Pokemon stuff. Here we go. Sorry, I should have put this with the other Pokemon news. But, um, so do you remember last week when I was talking about Uniqlo and how they had the Street Fighter, the Street Fighter collab? And then I was like, oh, but they also have Nintendo collab, which I forgot to mention. They had this thing for Pokemon also, which was they had this global t-shirt design competition. They called the UTGP. They had this contest where you could design a t-shirt for them. And they would, and Nintendo was gonna put it in Pokemon Sword and Shield for this coming out for the Switch, because um, in the in the game, your character can change clothes and change their look and shit, which is fucking awesome, by the way. 
But um, the designer, though that won, the grand prize winner, got disqualified for violating the contest rules. The rule states that you cannot use previous designs um, for the design. You have to design a new thing for just this. And he had been selling uh, that design on like phone cases and things like that, um, various other things previously. So it wasn't a new design. It was a previous design he already had. Um, speaking as someone who's an artist who enters these kinds of things uh, or who hasn't entered these kinds of things before, that's pretty much always one of the first rules in these design competitions is that you can't use something you already have. You have to make a new thing. And, you know, especially they can check for that shit, especially if you've uploaded it online. You know what I mean? If you've uploaded a design or a piece of art online before, they're probably going to find it looking through all your stuff, like on your social medias or whatever website you put your art on and stuff. That's pretty much always, almost always the case is you have to do a new thing. You can't use a previous thing. So, uh, yeah, that sucks, man. But, you know, uh, he was a Chinese guy. He was a guy from China. Uh, And it's a shame, too, because the design is actually fucking cool. It's a Gyarados uh, in three Magikarps under the Gyarados, and it kind of looks like an Egyptian like temple design it looks fucking cool but yeah man that sucks you should have read the rules rtf rules bro uh speaking of pokemon again a pokemon pop-up bar will tour around the u.s get ready to fulfill your childhood dreams of living in a real life pokemon world because pokemon pop-up bar will be touring around the u.s this year it's going to be called the Pokebar. It's going to stop at several cities throughout the year, offering Pokemon-themed food and drinks, while a DJ mixes some of the best Pokemon themes of all time. To get in, you'll have to pay 25 bucks or to stay for two hours, but I think it will be well worth it because the bar will be divided into the regions from the games. That is super dope. You'll also be able to catch and battle Pokemon in the hopes of being named an ultimate champion. Not sure what that means. Um, what the, That's what the writer in the article wrote. They're like, not sure what that means, but I'm excited. Um, I don't know... Um, it's going around the U.S. and Austria. You can pre-order tickets from the company's website. Here, let me click on it real quick. Oh, the Pokebarpopup.com. Um, this pop-up is the first of its kind. It consists of Pokemon-inspired burgers and Pokemon-inspired games and cocktails. There will also be local DJs spinning tunes all day. The unique bar will be sold on a first-come, first-served basis with tickets limited to register your interest. Simply sign up in the box above for pre-release tickets. Hmm... That is cool. So you have to sign up for... How do you hit notify, though? Should I just type in my city right now? Let me try this real quick. Sign up for pre-release tickets? I don't even know. Notify me, dog. Oh, you have to put in a... You have to put in a... Oh, but I'd have to pay for it if they sign me up, right? It's 25 bucks. Dude, you should fucking do that, though. Just go to the pokebarpopup.com. The poke bar pop up.com and uh, i guess it, the website kind of looks janky i don't even it doesn't even show anything but it, i mean it's legit obviously it was on the fucking news there okay here we go that sounds exciting though that sounds like something you want to just sounds like a cool day just go with your friends go to the poker bar gorgeous anime shorts reimagine one piece's straw hat pirates as high school teens okay so i read through this article uh nisin the maker of cup noodle instant ramen they commissioned a batch of new short anime videos set in a Japanese high school. Um, the first and the first episode centers on a young man on the kendo team who's aiming to become the best kendo, uh, kendo. Uh, what do you call him? Samurai person in the world. But that's what even more familiar than the premise is the teen's name, Roronoa Zoro, as in Zoro from the Straw Hat Pirates. Um, dude, I don't I don't know who the fucking I don't. It doesn't say what studio it is, but. The video is the latest installment in Nissan's Hungry Days series, which takes iconic anime characters and puts them in a modern high school setting. Returning as character designer for the Hungry Days project is manga artist Isaku Kubonochi, who previously turned his talents to reimagining Studio, Ghibli, Studio Ghibli's beloved witch delivery person, Kiki. Um, yeah, no, I watched the trailer for this. The animation is just... Oh my god, dude. It's, it is just amazing, amazingly crazy. If you just go to, like, the Nissan YouTube channel um, and, or just type in Hungry Days 2019 in YouTube, you should go watch it. Okay, here we go. Here's my two big pieces right here. Here we go. Oh, wait a second. Hold on a sec. I got more. I got more. I got more fucking news right here. 
I didn't say this one. Um, the Slayers saga. Have you guys never heard of anime Slayers? I've never watched the anime. I watched some of it, and then I watched the Slayers the motion picture or Slayers the movie. Um, but it's it had some of the most iconic light novels in the nineties. But they're going to uh, the creator Hajime Kanzaka is doing a third arc apparently, and whether or not it's going to get an anime adaptation, nobody knows. But uh, you know what? I plan on reading the manga and watching the original series. I definitely want to do that. I've just been so busy doing the deck, watching decade spotlight shows and shit. But yeah, dog, it's fucking cool. Um, Slayers is a classic. Uh, Lena Inverse, man, just like if you, you, I know y'all have seen her face somewhere amongst the anime world. You fucking you just type in Lena Inverse or Slayers, you'll recognize it right away. She's iconic. Iconic, I tell you. Okay, anyway, here's my two big pieces right here, okay? Um, Dragon Ball Super just gave Majin Buu a huge strength boost. So for you Dragon Ball fans out there, so a lot of people are a lot of people don't know what the fate of Super is or if the anime is going to have, you know, more episodes. I mean, people keep making up rumors and the directors keep saying, "Oh, we'll see, we'll see, we'll see." But we all know what they're fucking up to, okay? Because the manga is still going. Like it's go it's already gone past you know, all that shit. It's already gone past it's been that way for a while now. And uh they're currently in the the Galactic Prisoner arc where they're fighting a new uh enemy called Moro um or Planet Eater Moro. And they're trying to awaken this power called the Lord of Lords within Boo, Majin Boo. So, the reason why I put that at the end is because it's crazy. Like, and a lot, I, a lot of people were kind of like, "Oh, you know, Dragon Ball Super. Everyone forgot about Dragon Ball Super." And it's like, dog, no. Dragon Ball Super's still going. It's gonna be hype. It's gonna be super hype. Here's a big piece of news I got though. Live action Akira reveals release date. This is why I gave a shout out to a raging Aztec earlier because they DM'd me this um, to mention on my newscast. Shout out to a raging Aztec again. Um, live action Akira reveals release date. The live action Akira has been rumored for a long, 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 long time, going through a number of incarnations for nearly a decade. It was only until recently that the animated adaptation seemed to be gaining some steam, with the backing of director Taika Waititi. Famous in part thanks to his directorial talents on What We Do in the Shadows and Thor Ragnarok, the movie seems to have finally hammered down a release date. So when can fans expect to see his latest adaptation? They said May 21st, 2021 is when the feature film will tentatively hit theaters, as reported by The Hollywood Reporter. Um, as you remember, on like a couple of newscasts ago, maybe like four, maybe like a month ago, a little over a month ago, I mentioned that one piece of news where they had begun filming or not begun filming, but like making like renting out whole sets like in the Hollywood area and things like that. Um, and renting out um, film studios and things like that. I, I imagine a lot of the, sh- the movie is going to be kind of like Alita where a lot of the city is like CG'd and things like that. I don't see any other way to do it, to be honest with you. But I also mentioned on that episode that there's just some things you don't touch. But seeing Detective Pikachu recently, I don't know. Maybe I'm kind of changing my mind a little bit. I saw Detective Pikachu on Tuesday, Tuesday night, and I thought it was great. I think if you're a hard, diehard Pokemon fan and you're especially a fan of the game Detective Pikachu, it was a pretty good movie. Um, lots of Pokemon on the screen. Lots of Lots of Pokemon everywhere. Um, they didn't look too bad at all. You know, I, again, as I said before on the podcast and on the newscast, you know, there's really was no other way to do them. If they made them too realistic, then they would have, people would have complained that they don't look like their original selves. If they did them, you know, more like their original selves, like with more smooth colors and smooth, uh, skins and flesh and surfaces and things like that, then people would have complained that they look too cartoony and not realistic. So, I think they did find a perfectly happy middle for the Pokemon. Um, Charizard and Mr. Mime. No, Charizard looks scaly. You know what I mean? Um, Mr. Mime looks uh, kind of rubbery a little bit, kind of fleshy, rubbery, uh, like he's supposed to. And Bulbasaur looks like a fucking lizard with a plant. You know what I mean? Like he looked. Pancham was furry. There was a couple Growlis. There was a scene where they were walking down a, 
like this food street, the street food vendor alleyway. And somebody was walking their, their Arcanine, who's this like big fucking wolf dog, just down the middle of it. It was, it was awesome. So after seeing that, you know, I, um, I don't know, maybe, maybe they're doing okay. You know, after seeing Alita and after seeing that, I don't know. But Akira, though, is just so iconic. It's just so, I don't know. I just feel like you just shouldn't touch it anyway. I don't know. We'll see. We'll fucking see. Let me know what you guys think. Taika Waititi, he's 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 awesome. He's really awesome. Thor Ragnarok is fucking great. You know what I mean? He he did uh he did Thor Ragnarok and and he's he's fucking awesome, dude. He's a fucking New Zealand guy, and he's an awesome director. Uh, Thor Ragnarok was probably one of the better Marvel cinematic films out there for sure. Um, but yeah. If you feel like Taika, oh sorry, YTT, not YT, YTT, is up to the challenge. Let me know. I, I I want I want to hear what you think of it. You know, after reading the manga with the manga book club recently, I'm into it. So, um, yeah, that's been the anime summit newscast. Speaking of the manga book club, it started up again, um, and it's actually run by a raging Aztec, or not run, but he is doing a lot of the announcing and leading of the group and getting everything together. So shout out to Raging Aztec for the third time on this newscast because he's a fucking G. Uh, I love that guy. Te amo mucho mi hermano. I love you. But yeah, he's fucking helming that shit. So if you want a manga book club role, I can give it to you. Just at me or at Danny and we'll give it to you. Nick is also currently in it right now because he's trying to read more manga. And currently right now they're reading Dore Hadoro. And um, I think they're up to six volumes. But I think, yeah, I think they're trying to they're trying to do it by volume. Um, the way we were doing Akira is we were doing it by like chapters and volumes and the chapters and volume. But yeah, they're doing Dory Hadoro by by volume. So uh, check with check with Ed. Okay, you, you can add him on on our Discord. It's just at A R A all capital letters, and just ask him uh, where you're at and where they're at if you want to jump in on that shit. Totally do it, or and just at me if you want the manga book club role. It's just an invisible role, just so we don't have to add everyone all the time uh, using the add everyone or add here tag. We can just add the manga book club people. So there you go. Do that. Let me know if you enjoyed this newscast today. Give me give me, a, give me, a shout out on the Discord and let me know what you think, okay? Let me know what you think about this Akira adaptation. I don't know how I feel about it. Your girl's a little sketchy on it. I'm a little, I'm a little sketchy on it. I'm not going to lie to you. But yeah, hit me up. Thank you for listening. I've been Sam, and this has been the Anime Summit Newscast.